Praise the Lord, brethren. We thank God this is yet another day that the Lord has given us. And not just another day, it is another month. We are in the month of May. Praise the Lord. God is gracious to us. He has seen us through April, despite the COVID-19. We have been soldiering on and we are grateful to the Lord. Today, we will continue with uh, uh, words of encouragement that we've been sharing together with you. We started by reminding you that you, not, you do not need to fear because the Lord is on our side and he has not given us a spirit of timidity, but of power and of sound might. And the Lord has been encouraging us and we are very, very grateful. We were also reminded about the, the Passover, the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the exchange that took place on that particular day when Christ went on the cross. We discovered that we were the beneficiaries, and we are grateful to the Lord that we have continued to enjoy the blessings of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And today, I want us to continue on the same, but today I want us to focus on the power of the blood of Jesus. Yes, why do we talk about the blood? Because without the blood, there is no remissions of sin. Without the blood, we will not be standing here today. Without the blood, we'll have no hope of eternity. Without the blood, there is nothing that can exist. Because the Bible tells me in the book of Leviticus, chapter 17, 11, that life is in the blood. So for there to be life, there must be blood. And I'm so grateful that we have the blood of Jesus, which has life, and we are the beneficiaries of that blood. Today, I want us to look at the power that is in the blood. We'll be seeing five points that we can learn or we can see as benefit uh, from the blood of Jesus Christ. At the end of the sermon, or this message, we'll share the Holy Communion. I'm sure you've been told to prepare the elements, make sure that the bread is ready, and it is enough for you, for you and members of your household. Ensure that you have enough Ribena or juice, uh, or any type of juice, whichever, whatever juice you have in the house, uh, we can use that today. Why do we do it again today? As you remember, members of the River and Church Gong Road, although you are at home, the first Sunday of the month, we celebrate the Lord's Supper, what is normally referred to as the Holy Communion. And we are going to do that today, but we shall do it after the message that I have for you today. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ. The power of the blood of Jesus Christ has provided everything that you and I need in life. Call it victory, in redemption, healing, 
fellowship, protection, and authority over the devil. We have authority over the devil from the blood of Jesus Christ. It is important that we realize that blood is key to our redemption and to our walk with the Lord on this life. Without the blood, we have no hope. Without the blood, we cannot succeed in anything that we do in the world. I want, you to, I want to remind you something. A phrase that is normally referred to many times. That man shall not live by bread alone, but he shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now, those words were spoken by Jesus. But before Jesus spoke those words, he was actually quoting Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3. And I'm going to read that, and I'll explain later why I am uh, referring to this even before we continue with our text today about the blood of Jesus. Let me read from verse 2, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8 from verse 2. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to harbor and to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He harbored you causing you to hunger, then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors have known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. When I read this text, um, I looked at this text and I imagined what we are going through today as believers in Kenya and in the world. And we have very many questions that we are asking ourselves. If we are honest, I'm sure none of us has not had a conversation with the Lord and asking, Lord, why? How long will this uh, continue? When is this going to end? And why is it happening to us? And some of us are actually victims of this lockdown. We may not be sick, but there are some of us that have lost jobs. There are some of us whose salaries has been cut or reduced probably by 50%, if not more. Others are not sure of their businesses. As we have said in the past, there are those of us that relied on our small businesses, but we are not able to attend to those businesses. And we are asking ourselves many, many questions. As I have said earlier, I do not intend to give you an answer to this. But I can give you a guide and tell you 
what we are going through, it is not unusual. It doesn't happen always, but it has happened before. People have gone through pain. People have gone through plagues in the past. People have gone through hunger in the past. But why? Sometimes God will allow things to happen because he wants to speak to us, and we have said this in the past. And I hope that we are listening because God is speaking to us. I hope we are listening. To the children of Israel, the Bible says that he harbored them, causing them to hunger and then feeding them. You see this. God would cause people to hunger. He would cause them to go without food. And then when they cry to him, he comes to their aid. And how does he come to their aid? He does not give them the normal food they are used to. He decides to give them what they called manna because they didn't have a name for it. They had never not seen it before. As a matter of fact, that word manna means, what is it? That's what they were asking. What is it? Because they had not seen that type of food before that would fall from heaven and they would require to pick it. The Bible says that he gave them manna. And the reason was so that he can teach them or teach man that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. This is interesting. I picked this, and we still come back to the uh, topic on the blood of Jesus, but we are trying to build to it. God would cause them to hunger. The Bible says to harbor them, also to teach them, to test them. And after he has tested and he has taught them, he wants them to understand that man does not live or does not depend on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds or comes from the mouth of God. In other words, what God is telling us, there are times he wants to speak to us to draw our attention to the fact that man does not depend on what he knows. Man does not depend on the usual things that he is used to. Man does not depend on knowledge. Man does not depend on money. 
all power. Those things can be removed. And we saw it happening. The children of Israel were in the desert. There was no food. There was no water. Things that were, they were used to. And they could not do without food. They could not do without water. But God wanted to speak and tell them, look, my people, it is not bread that sustains you. It is not water that keeps you alive. It is my word. The word that I speak is what you need. Because when God speaks, that word carries life. That word comes with instructions. But when man speaks, we doubt what he says. When man promises, he does not always fulfill the promise. But when God speaks, he honors his word. Why? Because his word is himself. The book of John, we are told, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And that word is Jesus Christ himself. Praise the Lord. When God speaks, he speaks himself. And he honors his word. That's why he would like he speaks to what he's speaking to us today. The conditions that we are facing, the pains that you have gone through for lack of job and provision, you are used to getting a salary at the end of the month. This month, your employer has said, I'm not able to pay you. You are used to receiving instructions from your parents. They would give you stipends of all allowances. But they are telling you today, we don't have that allowance. What then? Hear ye the word of the Lord today. Man does not live on bread alone, but you live on the word of God. What is the word that God has spoken to you today? That's the word that you need to listen to. It carries Life. And that's why I would like to encourage you, even during this season, study the Word of God. Read the Bible. Life is in that Bible. Provisions are in that Bible. The answer to the problem that you are facing with your spouse is in that Bible. 
It is the word of God. And that is the word that we need to depend on. We need to hear what is God saying. Yes, we shall listen to the government for instructions. But as they come to us, they come to us with a message that at the end of the day they are telling you, we do not know how long these things is going to last. And we do not even know the direction it will take. What are they trying to tell you? We can only do this much. The less we need to depend on God. That's why we keep reminding our leaders, please seek the Lord even as a leader. Pray, call the nations to prayer. When you come out to give us that press statement, how I wish that there would be someone to pray in the beginning or at the end of that press statement. We need to learn to depend on God. We came from him, and if we came from him, he is the only one who has the answer to our needs here on earth. And today, as I told you, I want to remind you that there is power in the spoken word. Jesus said, I am the blood, I am the bread of life. And he encouraged us to eat that bread. And that bread is the spoken and written word. It is his blood that we need. The blood of Jesus has power to redeem us. And that's what we are going to see. We have redemption through the blood of Jesus. That's our point number one. This is the written word of God. Ephesians 1, 7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Praise the Lord. In him we have redemption through his precious Blood, the forgiveness of sins. We need to understand that there is no forgiveness, there is no redemption without the shedding of the blood. And the scripture confirms that it is in him that we have redemption. And that's the starting point. Because you cannot enjoy the benefits of the blood of Jesus without first of all receiving redemption or having your sins forgiven. And I want to address you 
if you have not committed your life to Jesus, even before we proceed, you need to repent and cry to him to forgive you your sins so that you can enjoy the benefits. The starting point is redemption. And the blood of Jesus has provided us, has given us redemption. The second point is that through the blood of Jesus, we have fellowship with God. Amen. And it is also through the blood that we have access to the throne room of God. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 says this. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the fail or the cutting that is his body all his flesh. Now let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled. Sprinkled with what? With blood from a needful conscience and our bodies washed with the pure water. The blood of Jesus gives us the boldness, the confidence to enter into the throne room. It is at the throne room, all in the throne room, that we have fellowship with God. The blood of Jesus gives us access to where God is. We can enter into the throne room through the blood of Jesus. You need to understand that this is for your benefit. You need to know that you have access to God. And we saw that when he died, the curtain that separated the, holy, the holiest place that could only be accessed by a priest and he could only do it once in a year. And he would do that by using blood. He could not enter there without the blood. And the Bible says he would first of all give a sacrifice for himself and then for the people. Now we do not need a local priest. We already have a high priest, Jesus, who is studying on our behalf before the Father. And when that curtain was torn, we are given the access. We can enter with boldness, without fear, because we have become the righteousness of God. We saw that he took our sins upon himself. And he covered us with his righteousness. There was an exchange that took place. And remember we said, it is Barabbas who should have gone to the cross. But instead Jesus went to the cross. 
But Barabbas was a murderer, was a thief, was a sinner. And we said, actually, Barabbas was actually you and me. But Jesus took your sins. And instead of you being judged, he was judged on your behalf. That is what gave you access to enter into the holy of holies. My brother, my sister, as we have said many times, you do not need a priest. You do not need a pastor or even a prophet to take you to the Father. In, to take you, to the Father. you need Jesus. And if you have given your life to Jesus, you have access to Jesus, you have the blood of Jesus, you can apply the blood and enter before the Father and say, here I come not on my own, but through the blood of Jesus. And you can take your petitions, all your needs to the Father, and the Father will hear and answer you. The third point that we receive from the blood, we have healing, yes, through the blood of Jesus. Isaiah 53, verse 4 says, Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our solos that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God. A punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. Crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we can be healed. Please, my brother, my sister, you do not have to suffer sickness and disease. And if it comes, read the word of God. Remember we said, man shall not live by bread alone, but he can live with the word that comes from the mouth of God. You can lack everything else. But if you have one word from the Lord, that one word is enough to take you through life. Praise God. And this is the word that we are reading. He was beaten. Christ was beaten, we know that. So we could be whole. Or we could be healed or healthy. He was Whipped, and we say, by those whipping or stripes, then we were healed. Through the blood of Jesus, we receive healing. Are you sick today? Or do you have someone who is sick? Why don't you read that scripture and apply the blood of Jesus? And I dare say to you that you are going to see the effects of the blood immediately. If you're at home, I'll request you. 
pray, and you see the effect of that. The fourth point, through the blood of Jesus, we have protection. Through the blood of Jesus, we have protection. In the book of Exodus chapter 12, from verse 12 to 14, says, On that night, I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son and firstborn male animal in the land of Egypt. I will execute judgment against all the gods of Egypt. For I am the Lord, but the blood, please note this, but the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign. Marking the houses where you are staying, when I see the blood, I will pass over. We have just celebrated the Passover. This is the beginning of the Passover. He's the angel says, I will pass over. This plague of death will not touch you when I strike the land of Egypt. This is a day to remember. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a special festival to the Lord. This is a law for all times. Jesus is our Passover. I don't have time to explain this, but we all know, those of us that have read the Bible, that the children of Israel were delivered from Egypt through the blood. The angel of death passed through the land of Egypt, as we have read in Exodus. And every house where there was no blood, he would enter and kill the firstborn male child and the firstborn of an animal. But where there was blood, the Bible says he would look at the blood and that was the sign. That marking was the sign and he passed over. Those that were inside the house that was marked with the blood, they were protected. And that's why I said, through the blood of Jesus, we have protection against the angel of death or against any pestilence, any plague, any trouble, any pain. The blood of Jesus has secured us. There is no weapon used by the devil. Agents of the devil, witches or sorcerers, can be able to affect you when you are covered by the blood. You are safe and protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus became our Passover. The angel of death passed over the house of the Israelite that was marked by the blood. Today, 
you are marked by Jesus or you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you are marked with the blood of the Lamb of God that was slain. You are safe and protected. The last point, we said there are five, the fifth one. We have authority over the devil through the blood of Jesus. Revelation, Revelation chapter 12, verse 10 to 11, this is what it says. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It has come at last. Salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of the brothers or the brethren has been thrown down to the earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night and they defeated him or they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. See the word. They overcame him. Who? The accuser of the brethren. Who is the accuser of the brethren? The devil himself. He was overcome. He was destroyed. By what? They defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, the word of their mouth. Brother and brother and sister, whoever you, wherever you are at home or in the wherever you are listening, you have authority over the devil. The devil is the most feared creature by humanity on earth. I want to tell you today, the smallest child who believes in Jesus, who applies the blood of Jesus, can defeat that wicked devil. You do not need any other weapon. You only need this one weapon. The word of God that proceeds from his mouth. That he has spoken. And that word, if you apply today, you will defeat the devil. I don't know what type of devil you need to defeat in your house today. I don't know what is troubling you. I don't know what is that that has brought a lot of fear in your life. I want to tell you something. You don't need someone to come and lay their hands on you or even to prophesy over your life. If you are a believer, take the word of God. Challenge the devil through the word of God. Apply the blood. Speak the blood. Mention the blood. Remind the devil that you are already marked with the blood of Jesus. And when you mention the blood, the devil will run away from your life. Today, I want to assure you, 
I want to encourage you. I want you to know, yes, you have authority over the devil. You are an overcomer. The scripture already says, they overcame him. They defeated him. Who? The devil. By what? By the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That's why you need to testify. What do you testify? You testify of the greatness of the Lord. You testify of who God is in your life. You testify of who you are in Christ Jesus. You let the devil know that you are a child of God. You let the world know that your sins are forgiven. There is therefore now no condemnation to you who is in Christ Jesus. And if the Lord is on our side, who then? can be against us. No one, the word of God, has spoken. You have heard. Believe. Today, as we celebrate, share the Holy Communion, we are using these elements that represent the body. The bread that we are going to break today represent the body of Christ. We have led in Isaiah 53. He was bruised. He was whipped so that you can become whole. You can become healed. Are you sick today? Believe the word of God as it has been written in the book of Isaiah. And apply the blood today for your healing. Praise the Lord. The blood, the blood of Jesus, the power in the blood to redeem us, hallelujah, to give us access to the Father in heaven. We can enter into the holy of holies, praise the Lord, to give us protection. We are secure, we are protected, we are covered, we cannot be destroyed by anything. We are the children of God because of the blood. That blood has given us authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, to defeat the powers of darkness, to overthrow kingdoms of darkness, to destroy diseases and sicknesses, poverty, whatever it is that is troubling you. You have power, you have authority, you can be able to deal with it now in the name of Jesus. I want us to share the Holy Communion together. And as we share the Holy Communion together, after that we are going to pray. And as we pray, believe God and you receive what you need today. I promise you not tomorrow, today, because we are applying the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has given us access to the throne room. That is where everything is. Amen? It is the word of God that we need we don't have to depend on salaries. Yes, money is good. But when it is not there, we will call upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord can provide what you need, even if you don't have money. You use money to buy food. The Lord can provide food without you having money. And many of you have tested him on that. We want to share the Holy Communion.
Please get your bread, get your juice, and let's share the Holy Communion together. This is my bread. It just has to be bread anyway. This is uh, festive for you. You can use whatever type of bread you have in your house. This is Raibena, which we use here in church. You can use Raibena or you can use any other type of, of, of juice. Uh, let's share together. You need to dilute it. Or if you can take it uh, as it is. But you need to dilute it if it's Raibena. Then this is the bread. You can take your bread. You can cut a piece. You can share. If you are many, you can share from the same piece. And then uh, we can share together. But before we do that, allow me to read the scripture. This is what the Bible says. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same, in the same way, he took the cup, and this is the cup saying, this, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this bread and this cup. This element represents your body and your blood. We have read through the scriptures the benefits of the blood and your body that was broken. Today, we are celebrating this. In obedience to the scriptures, you said we do this in remembrance of you. As we do it, Lord, we invite your presence, even in our houses. As we share this with members of our family, we are asking that all the benefits that are, are in the blood and in the body will come to us today. In Jesus' name we pray. We can share the, the bread. And the drink. And then we we'll pray together. If you have any need, if you are sick in your body, just lay your hands where you are sick and believe God today. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are grateful today that we can come to the throne room through the blood of Jesus. He paid the price on the cross, and he said it is finished. He took away our sins so that we may 
become the righteousness of God. He took away our curses. And today, we are blessed. He took away our diseases and our infirmities. By his stripes, we are healed. Lord, I pray for that one who is sick. In the name of Jesus, I speak healing to that body. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that the spirit of infirmities, diseases, and sicknesses, I command you to come out of his body or their body in the name of Jesus. And I speak healing. I speak healing. Healing in the name of Jesus. And whatever else that, Lord, we need, your people have brought petition to you. We come to you in the name of Jesus, and we ask that you meet all our needs. And Father, we will glorify you, and we thank you for the blood, even the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you and continue to provide for your needs, even as we continue to wait for the day that this thing is going to be over and we can resume our normal activities. It will be over soon. We have faith and we know that the God we pray answers our prayers. God bless you. Thank you for listening and thank you for taking time to pray, to read the word of God. May the Lord continue to enrich you. In Jesus' name, Again, I pray and I say, Amen. I hope you were blessed by that word this morning. It's been such a beautiful day to learn about the power of the blood. Make sure you continually invoke that blood to sort out your, your family, sort out your personal problems. That's why Jesus died. Why should you carry so much weight and, then, and yet someone came to take that weight away from you? So don't take the word lightly. Engage in it. Put it into practice like the book of James advises that faith without works is dead. Let our faith find works in our believing and our trusting of the Lord and actually making declarations as such. God bless you. So I hope you've been blessed. If you have a question, you have a concern about the sermon, you have something that you still feel like you need to learn, continue to drop us a line on our social media handles and somebody will respond to you. Somebody will call you. Are you there and you still haven't connected with our home fellowships also? They are available for you. There are people who are right next to you that have been fellowshipping with us as well. Reach out to them. You, don't, you may not necessarily have a meeting together, but at least you can have a Zoom call as a home fellowship. If a Zoom call is too much, I'm sure a WhatsApp group of the same will be helpful to you as a team. But I believe that the Lord wants us to continue to connect one to another. So reach out to your neighbor, find out which homes, home, home fellowship group you belong to in case you have never joined in. But if you're already in a home fellowship, this is a good time for you as a, a group, a small group of five, six, ten, to just find some time and pray together. Don't allow the fire to burn out. Don't allow the coals to get cold. 
connect with somebody even in this season. So we are so blessed that you joined us. It's really an honor, really a privilege to have this moment to speak to you, to share with you. I hope you've been blessed by the video of the week. You've been blessed by the word. I hope that you have connected even as we shared the bread and the, and the wine or the juice this morning. So we are so grateful that you would connect with us as Deliverance Church online. There are several things that are going on, but I want you to remember one thing. God loves you. In the midst of all this, there's one thing that's not changing. God loves you. God cares about you. God is aware of where you are. Trust in him. The Bible says Abraham believed and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Believed what? He believed that God would not change his mind. He believed that God would not forsake him. He believed that God was able to bring a child out of Sarah's dead womb. So how much of your faith do we need to up today? This is the time to study your word and build your faith and continue believing that the Lord is who he says he is. My name is Irene Aliso and I'm so blessed to have been your presenter this morning. God bless you. <laughs>